Hello again, everybody. Welcome to the Love Monday podcast. I'm glad you're joining me today. Another great episode. At least I think so. This is something I've been talking to people about recently, and I think it's going to be something that resonates with most people. It's easy to feel defeated in our lives. In what we're doing, in all of our endeavors, it's really easy to feel defeated. But usually when we do, it's that we're feeling self-defeated. We don't feel like anything good is happening. We don't feel like we're making progress. We don't feel like any of our efforts are ever going to pay off. I mean, think about it. When do you get to feeling this way? It's January. Maybe you're feeling this way right now because you set some New Year's resolutions. It's now January 23rd and you've lost your enthusiasm for those New Year's resolutions. Maybe you're trying to lose some weight. Again, it's January 23rd. It was fun in the beginning. You started out with a real bang. You were going to the gym. You were eating right, doing all these things. But now you're looking at the scale and your clothes don't fit any better. You're three weeks in. You expected more. And now you're feeling like, what's the use? What's the point? Well, we're going to talk about that today because what we tend to do when we self-defeat is we're not comparing ourselves to where we were. And we're also not taking a very long-term look at where we were. We're typically comparing ourselves to other people and where we want to be. Think about it. When you set your New Year's resolution or your goals of any kind, you tend to look at other people and what other people are accomplishing. Not always. Now, we might look at ourselves and say, I really want to better myself in this area. I really want to improve in this area. And that's great. And that's what we should be doing. But how often do we look at other people when we think of what we want to do? That weight loss program, those clothes that we want to fit into, they look really good on this person. I want to wear that outfit or that type of outfit, but I can't with this body. And so we compare ourselves to that person. We start on our path to losing weight, getting in shape, doing the things we want to do to get into that outfit but we still don't look like that person and it's been three weeks or a month or six months and it's still not there. You know, you have to look at these things more in a, on a long-term basis. So it's easy to take these New Year's resolutions as an example and poke holes in those because a lot of people do lose their enthusiasm about New Year's goals and resolutions before January expires. But I want to get more into this concept of comparing ourselves to others, or comparing ourselves to some ideal that we thought we would hit in a short amount of time and we're not there yet, or comparing ourselves to some ideal that we thought was going to happen and it hasn't happened that way, so we think we've failed. So that's what I want to look at. I want to look at this concept of getting discouraged about where we are today and thinking we're never going to get there, and so we give up, or even worse, We look at that and we say, yeah, that's not me. I'm never going to be able to do that. So we never get started. I like something that Angela Duckworth in her TED Talk, she's the author of a book called Grit. And I like what she said. And rather than try and quote that, I'm going to play the audio from that TED Talk so you can get a feel for this. 
I started studying kids and adults in all kinds of super challenging settings. And in every study, my question was, who is successful here and why? My research team and I went to West Point Military Academy. We tried to predict which cadets would stay in military training and which would drop out. We went to the National Spelling Bee and tried to predict which children would advance farthest in competition. We partnered with private companies asking, which of these salespeople is going to keep their jobs? And who's going to earn the most money? In all those very different contexts, one characteristic emerged as a significant predictor of success. And it wasn't social intelligence, it wasn't good looks, physical health, and it wasn't IQ. It was grit. Grit is passion and perseverance for very long-term goals. Grit is having stamina. Grit is sticking with your future, day in, day out, not just for the week, not just for the month, but for years, and working really hard to make that future a reality. So what she talks about are setting your sights on very long-term goals and making those long-term goals a reality. But how often are we in the middle of these long-term goals and we feel like, it's not happening. I'm not making the progress. This isn't turning out the way I thought it was going to be. I am not going to make it. Therefore, why should I continue? Or I've made a mistake. I need to unwind this. Or I've made a mistake. Why did I ever do it? Now I'm in despair. Now life really sucks for me. I hate where I'm at. And I've made this mistake and now I'm stuck. Well, none of those things are true. So let's talk about this a little bit more. Maybe... Again, let's go back to this concept of you're comparing yourselves to other people. And what, when we do that, we look at something, we see somebody out there, we see this ideal, this influencer on social media, and we think, why can't I do that? Or this author of this book, and why can't I do that? Or this speaker, why can't I do that? Or this entrepreneur, why can't I do that? I can't have that success. She's 30 years old, and I'm 32. How come I haven't done what she's done? Well, because you didn't. You didn't do what she did, and you probably didn't want to do what she did. But now you see her, and we have these feelings of jealousy and regret that we haven't really done what we wanted to with our lives to this point, and so we feel like a failure. Or you could be in another situation where you've made a big change in your life, and it didn't go exactly the way you thought it was going to. The storyline didn't play out the way you had written it in your mind. What I want to talk about now is, how did you get here? Sometimes you got to look in the rearview mirror. And what do I mean by that? I mean, you have to go back and look at how far you've come. And we don't do that. When we get in these discouraged moments, we're thinking more about the future. We're thinking about where we are in the present moment, which is a good thing. Be in the present, be in the moment, live in the now. But we are really fixating on the future and saying, we're never going to make it. We're a failure. We haven't done what we needed to do, so we're not where we want to be today, and we're not going to be where we want to be tomorrow. Why should I keep going? This is what I mean by looking in the rearview mirror. In my previous life, I was a professional snowboard instructor. And one Saturday afternoon, I was teaching a group lesson. And in this lesson, I had five people, four teenagers that were about 16, 17 years, years old, all young men. And they were friends. They all came together. And then my fifth person in my class was, or in my group, was a 38-year-old man from Florida who had never seen snow until the day before he decided to take this lesson. And he took this lesson because 
he was on vacation in Utah and he wanted to be able to go home and tell his friends, hey, not only did I go on vacation and I went and saw the snow for the first time, I learned how to ride a snowboard. And when you start off in these lessons, people who are beginners or what we would call never evers, people who'd never ever been on a snowboard would struggle typically. Now the four teenagers were doing a little bit better because they were locals and they'd seen the snow before and they'd played in the snow and they'd probably at least been on a snowboard. But my 38 year old from Florida had never done that. And when he tried to just simply stand on the snowboard, he, the, it would just slip out from under him. He'd be standing in place and then he'd end up on his butt. We eventually got him past that. We eventually got him sliding down the hill a little bit on a very gradual slope. And then we eventually got him on the ski lift and up the hill. And then when we get up the hill, typically what I'll do in a, in a lesson environment is I will explain what they need to do with their snowboard, with their feet, how they flex their feet and their legs and how they stand and all of those things. And then I will demonstrate it. So this is what I was doing as we were starting to come down this, this beginner slope. I'm demonstrating and I would, I would make a, a turn or two while I'm demonstrating this and I'm telling them what I'm doing as I'm going through and then I would have them follow me and then they would follow me down the hill. Well, this was going okay for those four teenagers, but my 38 year old from Florida was really struggling with it and he kept falling down and he kept trying for a while, but eventually we got so far, we got a little ways down the hill and I was about 30 yards ahead of where he was and these teenagers had come down and they joined me where I was, but he wasn't getting up. He was just laying there and I knew he wasn't injured. He was just laying there and he wasn't getting up and he had kind of stopped trying. I kicked off my board and I dragged it back up the hill to where he was and I said, hey, what's going on? And he said to me, I got to admit, I think I'm too old to learn this. I think I've had enough. I'm tired. I'm tired of falling down. I'm just not getting it. I think I'm just going to call it a day. I'm just going to take my board and, and walk back down the hill. And so I said, well, hold on a minute. Let's talk about what you've accomplished to this point. Let's, let's talk about where you've come. I said, sometimes when we feel like we're not making progress, we need to look in the rearview mirror. And I said to him, let's look at where you were an hour ago. You'd never been on a snowboard. And when you first stepped on that snowboard, you couldn't stand in place without falling down. But we eventually got you past that. And then you actually were able to go on a very gradual slope and you were able to stay up without falling down. And we got you up the ski lift and we got you off the ski lift. And sure, you fell getting off, but everybody does that. And now we've started coming down the hill trying to make turns. And yes, I can see you're struggling. And yes, you're probably comparing yourself to these young men here. And he said, yeah, that's what I'm doing. They're getting it and I'm not. And I think they're younger. They can figure it out. I'm older. I can't figure it out. And I don't want to slow the group down. And I said, well, okay, look in the rearview mirror. Look at what you've accomplished. Yesterday, you'd never been on the snow before. Now you're actually making some progress. And if you think you're too old, how old are you? And he said, I'm 38. And I said, well, I'm 48. And I didn't start this sport. I didn't take lessons until I was 40, two years older than you. And now I'm the teacher. And he said, 40, huh? And I said, yeah. And I put my hand out to help him get up and he got up. And from that moment on, he was a changed man. He could see that as he looked in the rearview mirror, 
he got inspired by his own progress and he needed to stop looking at the other people on the hill, the people, not just the other four in my class, but the others who were just shooting on by him who'd been doing this for years. He needed to compare himself to where he was. He needed to look in the rearview mirror. And too often, we don't do that. I have another experience with somebody I was talking to this week, coaching this person. And she was discouraged because a couple of years ago, she made a big change in her life and it hadn't gone exactly the way she wanted it to go. She'd made a big move. She'd moved to a different city and she changed careers. She had these big dreams and hopes and aspirations. She made that change. She did all the things, made the move. She got the job. You know what? She hates the job. Now she hates the job. She doesn't hate the career. She hates the job because the organization she's in is not a great organization. And so she's feeling like, I made a huge mistake. I was comfortable where I was. I was making more money. I had a great apartment. I had friends around me. I had family around me. Now I've moved to this city hundreds of miles away. I got me and my dog. That's all I've got. I made a mistake. Is this ever going to turn out the way I thought it was going to be? And so I said, well, hold on. Maybe you need to look in the rearview mirror a little bit. Now look, look at this. Go back to where you were a couple of years ago before you made this move. Where were you? What were the things that were going on that made you want to make this change? That made you, that were inspiring you to make this change? How did it feel? Tell me about that. And she told me, well, I felt like it was stagnating. I felt like I wanted to do more. I felt like I wanted to change my career and go on and go and do new and exciting things and live in a new city and pursue the dreams I'd always had for myself. Where I was two years ago was just the stepping stone to get to where I wanted to go, but now I'm here and it's not what I expected it would be. And I'm not happy. I'm struggling. I've had health issues. I've, uh, it's, it's more expensive to live here. I'm not making as much money as I was before. And so I said, okay, well, look at that. Let's, let's, let's stay where we were two years ago. You made the change. You were able to make the change. You quit your old job. You abandoned your old apartment that was, seemed like it was better as you look back on it now, but was it really? And then not only that, you had set your sights on a certain type of job when you moved to that city where you are. And had you gotten that job, that job you thought was ideal, would you have learned as much as you have in this job that you've got? Because she wanted to go to a bigger organization where she would have more of a specific role that would be not as varied, but she ended up with this small organization, this small company, where she gets to do kind of everything in the industry that she's chosen. So she's had, rather than have one job and one role where she would have been working for two years in a little more comfortable environment, maybe making a little more money, a little less stressed, have a little bit more ease of, of daily life, but she wouldn't have learned as much because she probably had in the smaller organization, she's probably had to do 20 different jobs in the small organization that she would have had to move to within that larger organization. The larger organization would have sort of pigeonholed her in this one spot and probably she would have been there for that whole two years. Instead, she's been learning all sorts of new things. And when we pointed that out and when she saw that, she kind of got inspired by it. And she sort of felt like, yeah, things aren't quite so bad. If I look in the rearview mirror, I've accomplished a lot. 
And now I have all of this experience that I wouldn't have. Now, as I move on to a better, bigger organization, not only can I just go for the same job I would have been in, I could probably apply for several different jobs and different roles in different larger organizations. My true belief is there is no such thing as a step back or even a step sideways. You're either moving forward or you're learning or both. But we never go backward. We never go backward. That's not what we do as humans. We don't aspire to go backward. I mean, if you actually aspire to go backward, like I want to move into an easier life, that's one thing. But most people don't do that. If you're trying to further your life, further your career, further your relationships, further your health, you're always making steps forward. Even when it feels like you made a step back, you took a step back or you took a step sideways, it's not, trust me. And all you need to do to know that that's not the case is to look in the rearview mirror. So how do we look in the rearview mirror? If you're in one of these situations where you're feeling like, I am not making progress, you're comparing yourself to somebody else or you're comparing yourself to where you thought you'd be and it's not worked out the way you thought it was gonna work out, and you think you've gone backward or sideways and you're falling behind, I'm gonna ask you falling behind what, first of all, but I want you to look in the rearview mirror and there's some specific steps I want you to take. Now I want you to take some situation in your life, probably wherever you are right now, if you're feeling this discouragement, I want you to look back on that. So when did you make this transition to a new career or moving to a new city or some big change you've made in your life, which now feels like a mistake to you, which now feels like you're falling behind, you've taken steps backward. I want you to think about that situation. And I want you to go back to the point where you made that transition. So if you moved to a new city a year ago or two years ago, or you changed jobs, let's say it's two years ago. I want you to go back to two years ago, but then I want you to go back six months beyond that. So go back two and a half years, and I want you to answer these questions. First of all, why did you decide to make that change? What were the thoughts you were having that led you to making that change in the first place? That earlier experience that I shared with the person who moved to a new city, she was feeling like she was stagnating. She was feeling like she needed a change. She was feeling like she wanted to move to the dream career and the dream job she'd always had, and now it wasn't working out to her. So the first step is to look back from before you made the change and look at all of those things that were influencing you to make the change. What were the thoughts? What were the feelings? What were the emotions you were having for that? That's question number one. Question number two is, what happened that made it possible to actually make that change? So as you started doing things, what were the kind of tumblers that fell into place that allowed you to turn the key in, in that lock and open your future? What things happened? What did you make happen? Or what things just seemed to happen in your favor to help you get to where you were? That's question number two. Question number three, what happened after you made the change and you moved to that new city or that new job or that new career? What happened after you made the change that seemed like it was still the right choice for you? Because I'll bet in the beginning you're like, yeah, I'm all excited about this. I moved to this new city. I changed my job. I'm pretty excited about this. So what were those things that made it feel like the right choice back then? Because at some point it felt like the right choice. Number four, what are all the things you've learned since you've made that change? Just start to think about that. Did you learn some things since you made that change about yourself, uh, about 
the job you're doing, about where you're living, about your relationships, whatever it is, whatever that change was, what are all the things you've learned since making that change? And then number five, if you had not made this change, would you really be better off? When you're feeling doubt and you're feeling like, I'm falling behind. I thought I was moving forward, but I'm actually moving backward. I'm in a worse place than I was before I made the change. Is that really true? Would you have really been better off had, if, had you not made the change? Would you have learned more? Would you have grown more? Would you have accomplished more if you'd stayed where you were? Now, if the answer to that last question is yes, if you can honestly say that had I not made this change, I'd be better off, then I want to tell you then you made a mistake and you need to unwind this as quickly as possible. You need to get back on that other path you were on because that was your better path. And it's pretty much as simple as that. But I'm willing to bet there are very few of you when you ask these five questions and you get to that fifth question where you say, would I really be better off had I stayed where I was? There are very few of you that be able to answer that, yes, you'd have been better off. Again, it goes back to there are no steps backward or even steps sideways. You're always going forward. You're either going to learn or you're going to move forward or both. Again, if your answer to number five, if I'd not made the change, would I really be better off? If, the, if that true answer is yes, then stop what you're doing, get back on that other path and start going down that path. For everybody else, the next step is, I want you to go back to question number four. What are all the things you've learned since making the change? I want you to make a, a detailed list. I want you to write this out. What are all those great things you learned? The example I gave before, where the person I was coaching, if she'd been able to write her story and had gone the way she wanted to write it, she would have less experience, less knowledge, less resume building things in her repertoire than she does now. Because she wasn't able to write it the way she wanted to, what really happened was what was best for her. Now, maybe it doesn't feel like the best thing, but she's years ahead of where she would have been had she had to cycle through all of the, all of the things she's learned in this job that she kind of hates. As she realized that, she still kind of hates the job, but she hates it considerably less given that she's learned so much. So that's what I want you to do. Once you've gone through these five questions, really make a detailed list because that's going to inspire you. Make a detailed list of all of the things you've learned since you made that change, whenever it was, a year ago, two years ago, five years ago. I want you to get really crystal clear on the things you've learned and how far you've actually moved forward when you think you've been falling behind. Because I'm willing to bet that in almost all of the cases, any of you who are listening to this, if you're honest with yourself, you know you've been moving forward. You just need to highlight that so you can remain inspired to continue on your path. This is what I mean today when we talk about we got to look in the rearview mirror. You got to look in the rearview mirror sometimes. I don't want us to fixate on the past, but sometimes understanding the context of the past is what's going to help us be inspired to continually move forward and to continue on that path that we've been on, that we've set ourselves on. If you're feeling discouraged today, I'm going to go through these five questions one more time. Go back to that time when you made your transition. What made you decide to make the change is question number one. Question number two, what happened that made it possible to actually make that change? What are the things that fell into place to make it possible? Number three, what happened after you made the change that seemed like it was the right choice? Number four, what are all the things you've learned since you made that change? And then number five, 
If you'd not made the change, would you really honestly be better off had you not made the change? And if so, unwind what you've done, move back to that old city, go back to that old job, do whatever you have to do to get back on that path. Almost nobody is going to honestly say they didn't make progress since they made that transition. So keep moving, keep moving forward. Subscribe to this podcast. I think you're going to like it. It drops every Monday because it's the Love Monday podcast. I hope you've enjoyed this. Share it out there. Tell other people. Subscribe to it yourself. And I'll talk to you soon. Thank you.